Hello, and thank you for listening to this Gus Clemens on Wine podcast. I'm Gus Clemens. I write a nationally syndicated wine column for Gannett USA Today newspapers. I publish my columns, daily wine tasting notes, and wine stories on this Substack newsletter on Facebook, on my website, and on Twitter. Links to all can be found at the end of my Substack posts. Now let's get started. Wine Container History Wine containers have evolved for thousands of years. Let's examine. Earthenware provided the earliest containers. Amphora and Caviri are the most familiar. They are still in use today to make wine, especially in Italy, Georgia, the country, and Croatia. Sheep bladders, wine skins, were the equivalent of today's wine bottle. They are referenced in the New Testament books of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The Romans appear to have invented the oak wine barrel. They were inspired by the Gauls, who used barrels to store and transport beer. The Roman breakthrough was to realize oak had an especially positive impact on wine. Glass wine bottles appeared in the 1600s. Early bottles had fat bottoms and short necks. Over time, necks lengthened and bottoms slimmed. In 1821, Ricketts of Bristol received a patent for a machine that could manufacture identically sized bottles in roughly the shape we recognize today. While wine glass bottles still dominate today, wine also comes in a plastic bag in a box, in plastic bottles, in cans, and in aspectic packages. That's the stuff that milk and fruit juice comes in. Cork sealing developed alongside glass bottles, but it wasn't until the late 1700s someone invented a practical corkscrew. A renewable resource, cork is the bark of the cork oak that can be harvested about every nine years. Cork oaks can grow to be 60 feet high and 12 feet in circumference and live for 200 years. When the demand for wine soared late in the 20th century, overstressed cork producers delivered some cork contaminated with TCA, producing corked wine. The cork industry is successfully addressing the problem, but the door had been opened to alternative closures. Today there are composite corks, synthetic corks, screw caps, and crown caps. Interesting tidbits. Champagne bottles could explode when a follow-on fermentation occurred until the British developed stronger glass by using coal to achieve higher glassmaking temperatures. The pressure inside a bottle of sparkling wine is about 90 PSI, three times the pressure in your car's tires. The punt, that indentation in the base of the bottle, was there to add strength to the bottom of the bottle. With improved glassmaking, larger punts are no longer necessary, but traditions die hard in the wine world. The foil covering the top of the bottle once discouraged wine cellar vermin from eating the cork. Like the punt, no longer necessary. But traditions die hard in the wine world. Last round. You can't run through a campsite. You can only ran. Because it's past tense. Wine time. Thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to our next visit.